0: If you're talking sports, just a matchup. Mickey, here was Izzy. Yeah, we cutting it up? Just a couple athletic enthusiasts. You know what it is. The Mickey Izzy Podcast. Good evening slash morning. Here to debate my man, Mickey, using some lucky charms. And I'm not even talking about that cereal. It is St. Patrick's Day. Welcome to episode 40, season 2 of the Mickey Izzy Podcast. Brought to you by Pinnacle Supplementation. Of course... Make sure you reach your pinnacle. And our newfound sponsor and supporter of the podcast, G for 313. Y'all need to check out the YouTube channel for Grant Anderson. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Now, I wouldn't be Zizzy without the Mickey, so let's hear from the man himself, Mickey Hines. I know it's late, buddy, but we're up. What's up? Yes,
1: yes, we are late. Zizzy not being on time (laughs) is his fate. We have a lot of sports to cover on this date. Don't worry, fans. This episode, you no longer have to wait. Zizzy is crazy if he thinks he's winning this debate. Aaron Rodgers is back on the Packers. Is something that I hate. Go Hawks. Call me Nate. Back on the pod with my best mate, Yank. How are we doing?
0: Hi. You didn't have to bar me up about the time management and like not being <laughs> on like, Come on. Man. But no, no, I, I like that. Damn, that was good, man. Oh, you hey. are a rapper. Cut hey, coming in with some
1: range. bars because uh, we were just watching the Rutgers game. Like you said, happy St. Patrick's Day, and of course, the Fighting Irish went and won. They legit had to wait, push it to double overtime so they could win on St. Patrick's Day. Um, this is March, and like you said, the serial Twitter March Madness bracket is going super well as well the final four is almost finished tomorrow will be the final matchup to figure out who's in the final four matchup but uh it's been great
0: absolutely and i mean it's just it's that time of year honestly i'm like one of the many people where sometimes obviously i'll watch college basketball games throughout the season but i kind of forget about march madness until all of a sudden it's just in your lap Well, it's here, and we got other things going on. We got NBA storylines, big people, big names popping off. We got NFL buzz out the wazoo. I'm talking. You want to talk? We thought free agency was crazy in the NBA. Mickey. Oh, that, Mickey. So we got a lot to talk about, but, of course, we're going to start off our episode with the person of the week. What you got for me, bud?
1: Oh, yeah, the G43 Person of the Week. Shout out him. His last video, uh, by the way, was pretty electric. Uh, a little uh, kind of what it takes to be in a pickup basketball game for sure. And they challenged up some other people, some other YouTube influencers, etc. Uh, so that was super exciting. But my Person of the Week is going to go out to Utah. Hunter Jacketta Princess, as Ooh. you call it. Uh, we've been reaching out lately and just been very uh, vocal, uh, reestablishing that friendship that we have. And. I got to make him a workout plan. He's trying to get back into some fitness, developing some core. And uh, he's also a dirt bike racer, uh, bike racer, uh, motocross, all that kind of jazz in that era. And he is racing nationals coming up here soon. He even said he'd put our sticker. He's going to make a sticker with our logo on it to uh, plaster on his bike when he is racing. So super excited for that. Hopefully we do get a good, nice little picture of it. Hopefully an action shot of him jumping over one of the, things but uh really cool things seeing what he does i know we don't cover that as a sport here on the podcast but gotta highlight him as you know we've been connected uh more than usual and i'm really excited just to reestablish that friendship
0: yeah absolutely and i mean it's just funny that you mention it because i don't know maybe he was having hunter if you're listening to this are you having a quarter life crisis bud it's okay. I got I like talk to me because this man's reaching out to me, he was reaching out to all of us and I miss this man. I miss Princess. I'm glad to see that he's doing well. I do uh see him going out on the dirt bike all the time. He sends me those types of videos. I think it's so cool. Um wish I was at, able to do that or had gotten into it at some point, but uh my balance I I, I don't know if we'll get into. It. We'll see. <laughs> what happens. But no, definitely awesome to hear from that. Um hope all is well continues going on there develop that friendship button i like it um my side of things so my person of the week is actually kind of like just a bunch of people because it's an organization um, i spent this weekend the uh, be- beginning half of this week at the women in NECA future leaders conference um NECA stands for national electrical contractors association it's obviously um who i work for as a union and as a company um but the conference was just awesome um a lot of really cool uh, really cool keynote speakers a lot of great networking opportunities a lot of cool people that i met um job opportunities um talks leadership development um, self-discipline just a lot of takeaways that i can try and implement in my personal life and i'm really excited about that um some phone numbers were uh, that i was able to exchange with some people, just able to reach out, expand the network a little bit, expand your reach. You never know what could happen with uh, anything down the line or in the future. So it was really cool to take some of that and be able to relate it back. I, like I said, got some personal tips on it as well. Change up some things for my lifestyle, and I'm I'm excited. That's super
1: awesome to hear, Yank. I know you went on that
0: uh, convention, uh, right?
1: Convention, is that what you called it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, and you could take so much from that, and anyone listening, I mean, to broaden, whatever it is. I mean, I went to a coaching clinic this year, absolutely amazing. I want to try to go to another one. I think I'm trying to go to the Iowa one here, Iowa one here soon, and like you said, it's networking, it's learning, it's taking, even if it's taking one thing, like if you go, you learn from it, and I'm super happy that you did go, and uh, hopefully it benefited your career.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Excited. Keep it rolling. What you got, bro? Where do you want to we start? We are
1: going from? to keep it rolling. Um, This is March. It's already <laughs> been electric. Yes. We've already had a double overtime game, that being tonight. And the brackets are out. The bracket challenge is out. You already saw the video on all the social medias. Y'all, it's ending today. You got to get into that now. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dog. Have your dog. Have your fish go swim to each side and fill out a bracket and put it in. Um, Because this year, the winner gets a free item from Pinnacle Supplementation. So excited that me and Wiley uh, and uh, you got this all organized. We are super excited to have that be the prize this year. And we got it like you already tweeted. Uh, It's more legit this year. Only two entrances. So that makes it so that someone doesn't enter in 17 like what happened last year. It's cleaner. But y'all, get inside the bracket challenge. It's super excited. Uh, If you want in, just we'll send you the link that easy.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, I'm looking at it right now. We've, it looks like we've picked up a bunch of people in the last uh, day or so, honestly, because at first I was thinking, you know, if people aren't going to jump in here, I'll gladly go ahead and take this uh, trophy and prize for myself. You know what? I mean, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) I'll Gladly do that I even I haven't even put in my second bracket yet it's a it's a work in progress you know I haven't decided if I want to go for more of like a like a lucky fun potential upset vibe with my second bracket I don't know we'll see what happens we'll see what happens but um no I'm just seeing a bunch of people getting in there obviously Cheyenne we got Haley we got a friend of mine JD Crouch shout him out for getting in there I see you and then a bunch of everybody else Hunter Wright obviously a big fan of the podcast and I mean it's just good to see a bunch of people get in there and obviously if we can get more the merrier
1: oh yeah whoever else wants to join and come into second place I mean obviously it's gonna be a big trail (laughs) train right behind me so uh For sure, but Yank, let's talk about it. Let's do some bracket talk. Now, Yank, some regions are easier in my opinion, and some were very difficult to choose. I agree. we're gonna jump right into it, but first let's let's just rip off the mandate. Who is your winner this year? I think I know who it is, but let's tell yeah. all the people. Yeah,
0: I I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flip-flop on our people like that just over the course of one episode. We're we're taking the Zags. We're taking the yeah, Zags that's what I away. All right. Gonzaga. I feel like they they went for that undefeated perfect season last year. They didn't get it. They got the addition of Chet Holmgren. They still got um they still got Timmy, everything down there, Drew Timmy. Um, let's go.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also have them in my second bracket. Uh, so there it is, everyone, you know, my two winners, that being Arizona, let's go wildcats. They're my overall number one, who I think is going to win it. And let's talk about Gonzaga's side of the bracket. yank that being the East. Let me double check. No. The West. My apologies. West, the west. West, west. Yep. My apologies. So. Gonzaga yeah I like them coming out of that region I think it's the easier one for sure Duke might make it to that elite eight you know final four like elite eight um in my opinion to play Gonzaga to go to the final four just because it's the storyline it's coach K's last run like they already lost the senior night coach K night coach K court night so like will they make that run that's something we got to look for here in this region and uh, some other key points from that region is Bama's getting upset. I'm telling people my bracket right now, Yank. Like, if you're listening, you're going to hear all the things of my process. Bama's getting upset and no matter what. They're playing Notre Dame, the winner of tonight. St. Patrick's Day, luck of the Irish. Bama's losing. Memphis, hammer that one home. That's going to be over Boise State. They're the ninth seed. I think that's the best nine seed we've seen in a long time. And, obviously, uh, I actually have – Texas Tech getting upset in the round of 32, so they advanced to the second round. But I just threw four or five picks at you, Yank. You pick which one you want to talk about of the things I just fired at you.
0: Well, I can go quick and kind of touch on all of them. I actually do agree agree with your Memphis take. I do have them uh, upsetting Boise State. I I need it. Yeah, I mean, I have them upsetting Boise State. I do believe they are one of the better, if not the best, nine seed in this tournament on top of that i mean an eight nine seeded game you know it can go either way that's why it's seated that way in the first place um then what was the next one we'll talk about you had alabama, alabama. Getting upset yes with notre dame luckily irish you know i like to think that you know because like i don't know it is st patrick's day you kind of do get that vibe but the game just ended it was in double <laughs> overtime. They're going to be coming off of like they're coming off of this, which is a very emotional game. It's kind of hard to always follow that up with the same energy. Um, I know it's one and done; it's survival the fittest. But Alabama isn't a slouch team either, so I actually will. N- I disagree with you there. Um, I will most likely be taking Alabama in my bracket. Uh, Texas Tech. You said getting upset in the round of thirty-two or Sweet Sixteen? Did you say thirty-two?
1: Yep, in around a so, so
0: yeah, wait. so you're saying okay, so you're saying Notre Dame's gonna, so Notre yep. Dame's gonna, you're saying Notre Dame's gonna not only win with the luck of the Irish, but then upset Texas Tech, who I believe was they. Oh uh, no, that's Texas Tech. I'm thinking Virginia Tech, but still, Texas um, Tech three seats. Yes. Uh, yes. I was thinking Virginia Tech. Um, Virginia Tech just won the ACC tournament. So I was thinking of uh, them instead of Texas Tech for a second. But Texas Tech, three seed. I mean, I just – now you got Notre Dame going too – oh, sir, sir. Right, we at, need the
1: Cinderella season. story. We need the upsetted seed here. And that I'm going with it right away because I know in some of my other regions, I take a lot of the top seeds. And I – I think Notre Dame can really squeeze that out, but I don't think they can do it three times in a row. That's why Duke kind of gets that "quote unquote" easier run there when it gets to the Sweet Sixteen. But yeah, I mean that's that's my. I mean, I'm coming in hot this episode, Yank. And uh, let's go, let's go, Fighting Irish!
0: All right, all right, all right. Well, I will disagree with the Irish call, but that's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. It's March Madness. Besides, I'm trying to get this perfect hey, bracket. What I'm trying it to happens. get this perfect bracket, son.
1: I, I mean, do you even know how to spell "perfect bracket"? Yank. I, I just feel like you know. I don't think you're...
0: anybody does. Technically, I don't <laughs> think anybody has ever done it. So don't don't come at me with that. But uh, I will give you a few of my uh, a few of my talking points as well. Um, when you talk about the, the divisions and everything, I know you were uh, brought up the West with Gonzaga coming out of them. Obviously, I think that's going to be a tough division. Um, I've got my winner coming from there. So obviously, they got some power. They got some. They got some talent. But I actually think. The most interesting division to watch in this tournament will be the Midwest. Um, number the number one can uh seed of Kansas team. Probably the weakest of the one seeds. Would you agree? I in my opinion, I would probably say Kansas is the In the Midwest. The weakest. I'm just out of all four divisions. I would say Kansas is the weakest I, number yes. weakest one. I
1: want I want them to get upset, but like I no, I, I don't think get
0: I don't believe they get upset in the first two rounds or anything like that. Um, but I'm just saying, like, that them not being as dominant of a one seed just makes it more interesting in general. Um, then you got a nice 8-9 matchup with San Diego State and Creighton. Iowa is hotter than fish grease right now. Austin Ashe, our man, shoot that ball. Everybody going out there. Um, they're the Big Ten champs. They do. They're getting hot right at the right time. Um, they're going to be a big team to watch. Um, I actually will tell you, one of my talking points would have been an upset. I believe Iowa State beats LSU. Um, oh, L- you know L- what? LSU I just loses their head coach and Will Wade. Iowa State always plays tough. I mean, let's think about it. When you're talking about Um, them, they have a win against uh Texas Tech. They beat Iowa by 20. Um, I mean, they pretty much have everything that you want in that Cinderella team. Like, they have a great defense, like, they have great efficiency. I don't don't know. I, I, I like Brockington. You know, like they got some players, you know, like I think they can do what they need to do to upset a LSU program that I don't know. It's I'm not saying it's in shambles, but it's in it's in disarray right now. So A lot I'll of drama,
1: a lot point. of behind-the-scenes work that might take an effect in that game, and I totally agree with you. I have that upset as well as being that 11-seed upset in the 6-seed Okay, seed cool, seed.
0: cool, cool. And then also I actually, I actually have another upset in this bracket. I believe that the Miami Hurricanes go and beat USC. Um, I really do.
1: You're taking, are, you, are you watching my bracket right now? Oh, oh, are we on the same page, son? Oh, I have some tea about Miami. Oh, my
0: guy. Oh, talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me what you think about Miami.
1: Um, Yank, yeah, my apologies for cutting you off, but I am so generous oh, you're to good. talk about the Midwest because it is the toughest region.
0: Yes, yes, I agree.
1: Kansas is going to scrape by, and I hate putting them in the Final Four, but I just can't. Put myself to put Iowa in it, and everyone's putting Iowa in it, and that's the scary thing. I can't get behind it, and I want to so bad, Yang. But I'm trying to you? go for perfection oh, put, put here. Put, put Iowa where? In the final four. I, I want oh, to win. Final I four. want to win the medal. But I can't Oof. do it.
0: Hey man, I do have them. I do have them going pretty far.
1: I have I them going so to three sixteen, so losing to Kansas. I think Kansas can be
0: really. Yeah, i sitting here.
1: That's what I. I mean, that's okay. I had them both in the elite eight. They're just hot um, at the
0: right time, man. You're out here posting videos. This man is shooting thirty-three. I know. Yeah, I know. But,
1: but every fire has to come to a close sometime. Every fire goes out. And did they peak too soon?
0: This I is mean, yeah, not. No, at the right this time. is not your Midwest champion, everybody. Okay. Like, this is Mickey I Hines, the guy I that's know. always hyping up his Iowa sports. And when it comes down to it, he can't pull through. I'm disappointed, bro.
1: I know, yank, yeah, and it absolutely kills me inside. I mean, I can't look myself in the mirror. But they're going to have a tough <laughs> out with Providence in the round of 32. Yank, that scares me. I that is, the uh, we, we,
0: haven't, we have haven't repping them Friars. Yeah,
1: exactly, but the Friars also have South Dakota State who low-key got ballers on their team. So just that little section right there, if Iowa was anywhere else, like if they were lower, like if they were the three seed or they were the seven seed, et cetera, they're going. They're going to the Elite Eight easy. It's just they have to play Providence and then go back and play Kansas. I think it's too gruesome back to back
0: coming. Yeah, out... I mean, I mean, I really do like that, and I mean, I hate to cut you off as well. No, but you're I mean, good. But I mean, they. I. It's part of the reason why I have Iowa making that upset against Kansas, but I have them losing in the Elite Eight to Wisconsin. I do. Um, the fact of the matter is. Um, I I agree with you. Like, that's three tough matchups in a row to get to that. You are, no matter how hot you are, at some point, you got to be able to have your legs under you. And I don't know. I feel like there will be some wear and tear for Iowa going through the tournament. So I don't have them going to the Final Four either. But um, I do like them for that upset.
1: You talked about your Wisconsin. Yeah, I have them going to the Sweet 16, but losing. Because they only have a lot of single-digit wins. They great bye is great bye and i feel like if one team gets hot boom well you don't get a second chance here and i think wisconsin is gonna have a bad taste of mouth which might you know turn around and let them go ball out but people are talking about colgate possibly upsetting wisconsin as well being that big 14 seed um so i don't have them go i haven't gone to sweet 16 but losing to miami yank
0: really we really
1: are the u is in the elite eight for me um No. You have to call something absolutely crazy. And that is my crazy thought. Yup.
0: I think they
1: easily get past USC. Auburn's a fluke of a number two seed. I think that's a blasphemous two seed in my eyes. Um, And then Wisconsin, I think they went off some crazy buzzer beater. And then, boom, they're already in the Elite Eight after that, Yank. I mean, it's pretty much two there'll be one big game. They got to go in. Cause I think they're better than Auburn when it, when matched up because Auburn
0: wow you think Auburn. Miami is more better than Auburn matched up. Yeah. Matched up. And That's I, think, crazy. You know, I, I, mean, I mean, I can't, it's March madness. This is madness. There's gotta be some crazy storyline or Cinderella team, right? I, okay. And you're choosing Miami as your team this year. Miami is my Cinderella.
1: Um, it's You got to predict something crazy, and there's my crazy. I mean, they are, the only, are so
0: they are the only team from Florida this year representing in the big dance. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I can I can, get behind it. I won't on my bracket, but I'll get behind the spirit of it. Yeah, that's my spirit.
1: Um, the Midwest is so tough for that region. It was just so hard to choose. Um, you know, even San Diego State, like, they're no cakewalk. Like, that's all right. I totally understand with Iowa, too. Um it's such hard. It's so hard. Like if Iowa was just on opposite side of Kansas, they go to the elite eight for sure for me, but oh, it hurts, but moving on to a next region. Cause that one just makes my brain hurt. Um, going into the South. Um, once again, this is, what I think in my opinion, the second toughest and Arizona is my winner and oh, I have another, Oh no, you're going to hate me. Um, I have another God. Cinderella story up here because I have Oh
0: my God. Hear me
1: out. I have all the higher seeds winning except for one. Like throughout this entire region, except for one. But I'll let you talk about the South.
0: Uh for the South, it's really not all that much for, for me to talk about. Um, I, I believe like he said, I I really believe out of that one, that was the most like okay, the higher seed. Yep. Yeah, just kind of looks better in almost every matchup. To be honest, um, I really like Tennessee. I really, obviously, like those Wildcats. Um, I, I mean, that it's it's a good, it's a solid region. But I just when you look at the matchups, it does seem to favor pretty much all the um, higher seeds. The only upset that I even have in the first round, um, the round of sixty-four, in that. Uh, region is the nine seed over the eight seed with TCU.
1: Okay, um, that's one thing. I think Seton Hall is actually going to win that game, so that's where we have to disagree. But I think they're, you know, a very solid team. But I don't think, you know, close to Arizona. I think Arizona is just a powerhouse. The only and I wanted to go Michigan over Colorado State, but just the whole drama with Juan Howard and that whole fiasco, nah, ain't win it. Um, I think Loyola is. Bait, like for people to go, oh, there's my easy 10-7-C, but I think Ohio State pulls that one through, and
0: UAB. If, if you say in Delaware.
1: No, 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 okay. no, no. okay no. oh. uh, a Don't. Houston. Don't. Speak it into existence, Mr. No way. I am speaking it here now, and I, I before, pardon my take, before the mascot, you know, like who has the coolest mascot? I was like, that's my twelfth seed. It's speaking to me. It's looking straight at me in the eye, and I, I deep down, Bruh. I believe it. And then Bruh. they go upset Illinois because Illinois is a like fake four seed, and I think Chattanooga Bruh. might beat Illinois, but uh, and then they Bruh. lose. To Stop it. Stop it!
0: You have lost you. You have lost your chance to talk about the South Region. If you continue to make points like that, stop. Hey,
1: you know, I have I have stop. all the higher seeds winning except for Tennessee beating Nova, but Yank, yep, UAB, you gotta believe.
0: Uh... I feel like you're totally. I, I know you said you aren't, but that's definitely like you looked at the mascots and you were like, okay, which nope. one would you in a fight? Which <laughs> D- one would you in a fight? Dude, dude, Houston is literally, they come out of the Final Four last year. They're still elite they both sides of the route ball. Last
1: year. They had one of the. It easiest doesn't matter. Routes it doesn't matter. they it doesn't,
0: all these it doesn't leagues. matter. They have, they have that experience. They have that experience. They're still elite on both sides of the ball. Kyler Edwards, dude, that guy is good that guys very good and they like he leads like i don't know their offense is efficient they usually surrender like i don't know they keep people under about 60 65 a game they've yeah, got four seniors years. they've got four seniors like <sighs> the only thing that might come back to bite them it's not going to do it in the first round but what what'll hurt them down the line is they suck at free throws they suck at free throws um other than that though i mean UAB got into this by winning the CUSA title game, okay? I'm, oh, not trying yeah. to knock, I'm not trying to knock them, but I'm knocking them, okay? Like, they don't have any size, in my opinion. I, like, I would have to look up their roster, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was saying earlier when I was reading analysis and whatever else. Like, that's going to be a big issue for them, but... I just, I just don't understand where you see that one coming through. Um, same thing with like Chattanooga. Chattanooga would just be fun for them to win because like they have a cool name. <laughs> other, than, other than that, uh, I don't see them beating Illinois. Did you pick them, or did you still have that one? Oh,
1: I've Illinois. Yeah, I think uh, Illinois still takes the 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 matchup there. But like, I can yeah, see yeah. like if it happens, I won't be surprised.
0: No, I mean, like it's like for real. I mean, you can call me childish, but it's the same thing. Like if Longwood wins, like come on, come on, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't see really any of these lower seeds. Other than like I said, TCU over Seton Hall, I'll take. Other than that, nothing here. I'm um, it's pretty, pretty much that same way all the way through too.
1: Alrighty, Yank. Now we have one more region to talk, and it's the East. Um... Man, I got some really hot takes. I told you I was coming in hot. Obviously, Kentucky, Murray State are winning, Purdue's winning, your UCLA, St. Mary's winning, Baylor winning, North Carolina winning. Then you get the Virginia Tech. I think Virginia Tech Tech beats Texas. It advances in the round of thirty two. And then in the round of thirty two, North Carolina upsets Baylor. The defending champs, I think they're, you know, a lower one seat. But uh, let's go North Carolina because North Carolina is back. They're going to be going. They already beat Duke. They've proven they can beat these hot teams. And that's kind of my last kind of hot take here for the March Madness bracket is it's going to be electric. I think one of the best games to watch is coming out of the East, and it's going to be St. Mary's and UCLA in the second round. Like, if we want to watch high-quality basketball, 5 C yeah. matchup in the round of 32, Yank, and it's going to be absolutely electric. I think it's going to be the best
0: matchup. Yeah, I actually am really excited for that matchup because I do have that I do have the meeting in that second round. Um, I think St. Mary's wins that matchup. I actually Ooh, do. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, I think so. matchup. Um, my actual like you had Miami as your Cinderella team, uh, coming out of the Midwest. That was like your Cinderella team for the tournament. It seems right.
1: Pretty much, yeah. The farthest. Yeah.
0: So I, I actually have my Cinderella team. Um, of sorts i mean i don't know what qualifies as cinderella i mean is there a seating that qualifies the <laughs> cinderella teams nowadays but uh for me mine is in the east and it's north carolina i hey. i don't i just i know they have uh, they've had a roller coaster type of a season but when i've seen them play their best games they can play with anybody um, they've obviously they beat Duke on their senior night um, on his on his farewell game but like their front court is terrifying to pick against like I don't want to pick against them they have great coaching it's North Carolina they're historical they're always play well it seems when it comes down to the tournament um, but Armando Bacot Brady Menick, like they—they are that, that. I don't. I wouldn't want to pick against them. They can rebound against anybody in the country. Um, their ceiling is really high, and I just think that they can make it to. I think I had them going to the Elite Eight, or is it Sweet Sixteen? I'll have to check that. Um, I, I have the Elite Eight in,
1: too, so I think oh, wait, I had
0: them going to the Elite Eight. Yeah, yes. I'm going
1: Sweet Sixteen, but no, I I totally see it. You're totally right there. I hate a uh, high quality ball club. And I think Baylor, out of all the one-seeds, like, I just don't think they're as powerful as they were last year. And I think that's a North Carolina game that they can go get. And they played against really good teams. Now, granted, they've had some pretty big losses against those big teams. But at the same time, like we've seen them play at high quality when it when it comes down to it.
0: Yeah, but that means I have Baylor losing in the round of 32 this season, this year. So that's, that's going to be the nerve-wracker. Oh, yeah, we'll all be watching that one because I'm in the same boat. We'll be
1: texting each other side by side. Let's go. Let's go, Heels. <laughs> let's get after it here. Um, But, yeah, Yank, it's so exciting. We just threw the fans who are listening the farm. We told you <laughs> every inside and out. I mean, we told you games we're excited for, such as Duke versus Michigan State, possible matchup, the – You're going to be looking out for North Carolina. I'm saying let's go the U. Let's go Miami. And uh, it's electric for sure.
0: Absolutely, my man. And I mean, like, and I I can't even be disrespect your pick. I know you were always talking about your Wildcats get your head in the game because you're Troy Bolton, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. but I, I mean I have them, I'll even admit I have them coming out of the final four to play against Gonzaga. I think the two one seeds do make it. Um, and that's where I think it, what I think it comes down to and Gonzaga wins that matchup. So All gonna right, be we'll awesome talk, watch. gonna be awesome to watch on some of your picks. I just don't I just don't understand you for the most part. Uh, I, I think yeah. we're on the same page.
1: So can't change it now. It cemented it. I also have Gonzaga making it to the championship, but Arizona winning. What is your prediction of the final score?
0: Uh, 72-67. Okay. okay. That is what I believe.
1: 82-76. That's mine. We've you now set it, so we'll see who's closer when it actually comes down to it.
0: Yes, I, I feel like I I know keeping Arizona to 67 points is, is kind of shocking in a way, keeping them under 70, but I don't know. It's the national championship. There's nerves. It's number one seed against number one seed. They're both good on defense as well as I mean, just as good on defense as their offense. It's it's going to be good to watch.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Yank, we've talked the ears off here on this bracket, and we're going to continue to do so because it's electric, but <laughs> let's some of those other sports that we have. Uh, let's go into the NBA. Um, just a quick talk, just a quick transition before we get into then another big topic of the NFL, but the NBA, Yank. Um, do you want to go score 50 points as well? I feel like we've been seeing a 50-burger, 60-lobster, um, night in and night out now. Uh, give me your takeaways on that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd been going to Mickey D's because of how – many burgers are getting dropped <laughs> right now like like we got Kyrie dropping 60 and setting a franchise record for the Mets we got Carl Anthony Towns that that dangerous three-point shooting big man the three-point contest winner dropping uh, franchise records and points for the Timberwolves he goes out and gets 60 first time since a center has done that since big shaktus, the big Aristotle back in 2000. I mean, just that's amazing. Then you got, uh, who, else, who else we got? Jay. Was it Did Jason Tatum have one recently? Yeah, He had a 50 burger. Yeah. Jason Tatum had a 50 burger. You got LeBron James at 37 dropping two 50 burgers. I mean, like if every buddy is popping in the nba right now and it is absolutely electric it's so exciting to watch um honestly my favorite one to watch out of all of them was probably the kyrie irving one um just because just because his his handles are incredible we haven't gotten to see him in a full capacity this season and you just forget how talented he is it kind of makes you wonder like should he have been in that top 75 NBA Top 75? I don't know, man, because it's hard to see anybody really stick with him or stop him from doing whatever the heck he wants on the offensive side of the basketball. Um, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, talk to me. Where do you want to go?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, that's just the big thing is how much scoring has been in the NBA lately. And, you know, the big thing is with Kyrie, he can't play in like seven of the 13 games that are left in the NBA season. And
0: he can the Nets sit are in trying stands, to play in. He can sit and in the stands, though.
1: Exactly. He can sit courtside, go into their locker room, hang out with them. I think that's bowl hockey. You know, Chicago <laughs> Bulls uh, hockey the sport. Um, because, like, he's <laughs> there. He should be able to play. He's been balling. He shows people that he can play. And when that Nets team is fully healthy, I don't care if they don't got the team chemistry. They're they have a chance, a legitimate chance to win the title. Because Ben Simmons is just going to pass the rock, get rebounds if he plays. I know he had another little back contusion. But it's gonna be electric. I mean, Kyrie and Katie alone can lead that squad. And Seth Curry's pulling his weight too. So I mean, that's a team you gotta look out for. But Any other thoughts about Kyrie and his, you
0: know, big jump he just had? I mean, not necessarily even just about Kyrie other than the fact that, yeah, I feel like he should be playing and he shouldn't have to be sitting out these home games at this point. At this point, it just – critical, very weird, very dumb if you ask me. Um, On top of that, though, as a Miami Heat fan – God, I hope I just don't want to see these guys be around flirting around the bottom of this Eastern playoff race. I mean, I'm sorry. The Nets are scary. They're scary because Seth Curry is playing great. KD is KD. And Kyrie Irving, even though he might not be able to play every game, we don't know that yet. If that changes, look out. And on top of that, if they're a lower seed, That means Kyrie's going to play in more games than he won't in every playoff series, so everyone just needs to remember that.
1: No, Yank, and in the East, I think it's going to be very difficult. Look at some of these matchups, Yank. If it is an 8-seed, Nets, they're playing the Heat. Uh, That's going to be a 7-game series. You have the 4-5 seed, potentially Boston and Chicago. It's absolutely going to break my heart because I want both those teams to go far in the playoffs. That's going to be tough. You have Cleveland and Philadelphia, if it started today, like, that'll be interesting. I still think six are closing five, but, like, they'll put up a fight. So those matchups are going to be very, very intense. Um, it's pretty – it's getting pretty close there in the East. I think we have a pretty solidified play-in tournament. But like you said, like, it's all funny games to be the number one seed, but eh, let, let the Bucks go take the one seed if Brooklyn's going to stay at number eight for sure.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, I, I, I love that fact that we get to play in games now. Um, at first, I wasn't sure how to feel about it when that was all being proposed. But I mean, it's going to make it super exciting when we get down to it. I mean, it's what, how many games left for everybody at this point? Around 15 13, to 20? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say around 15 games or so on average for every team left now. So, but we're getting down to it. We're getting and, down to you it.
1: Know, The Celtics are super hot right now. They're still continuing to grow. Uh That dynamic duo is hopefully they catch, you know, hot at the right time. The Daniel so you know, hopefully that still stays true. And speaking of playing tournament, if there wasn't a playing tournament, LeBron ain't making the playoffs if there wasn't. He is already seven games behind, maybe six and a half games behind. the the,
0: The Lakers ain't making it. Don't, don't single out LeBron. It ain't his fault. The only time they win is when he he has to score fifty points for them to win. Apparently,
1: <laughs> yeah. And I understand he's been playing real well, and they don't have AD. I mean, still they have Carmelo Anthony, who still can ball. Granted, defense has just it's been probably slimy. the only one. that it
0: is. I just saw a video of Russell Westbrook. Because I'm sorry, I, it's, not that, it's not that. It's not that I don't mind. Like, I think he's a fantastic player. He'll be Hall of Famer. He has to be. He's the triple doubles, the stats, the wins, everywhere that he w- has gone until this Lakers team, honestly, had pretty had been at least better or won more games. I mean, the Oklahoma City, he was Mr. Oklahoma City. I have nothing really bad to say about Russell Westbrook other than the fact that he has just played horribly this season. Career-worst um, numbers. Yeah, career-worst numbers i want i've seen air balls i'm pretty sure he air balled a ball late tonight yeah um, cat was yeah big cat was uh, over there clowning him. i saw a video of him in warm-ups he went to go throw himself a alley-oop off the backboard just to pre- just to himself like just warming up and he threw the ball over the backboard like come on man <laughs> like what like you can't even get it right in warmups right now like i don't know what's going on as far as the play it just has significantly uh t- hit a downslope this season so it's been unfortunate it didn't work out for the lakers and we can tell that like you said ad is hurt um Yeah, it's just, it's been a disastrous season for them. And the only two games that they've won in the last 15 have been the two games that LeBron has scored 50 plus points. So it's just like, what? well, I don't know what else you want somebody that is 37 years old to do.
1: As a fan who loves seeing LeBron not be successful, it happens as people, you know, in the world that are like that. Yes, it's awesome to watch. But if they are come back fully healthy, I still think they can make a deep playoff push for sure. Um, playoff LeBron will come out. AD will be back completely healthy. Russ will get his powers back. I think that's what happened. If you ever seen the movie Star Trek, go look it up. It's a very childish movie with Kevin Durant, and his power gets taken away from this high school kid who didn't make his high school basketball team. He goes dunking, making videos, and Katie can't even make a shot. He can't even make a dunk for a commercial. Very, very sim- similar. Russell can't make an alley to himself, throws it behind the backboard. I think somebody stole his powers and we need to go find the guy. We need to go send a search party for whoever stole Russell Westbrook's basketball <laughs> powers. We do. It's insane. Like career low numbers. I'm seeing airballs. I'm seeing bricks. I mean, and that's kind of the last thing I want to talk about NBA with you before we get to NFL is how do you take the West brick, how he's getting upset, how he's this top notch dog and, the fans are really getting inside his head with these name callings, and it's not—it's nothing too bad. I mean, it's—it's it's classic, you know, uh, LeBum or you know nicknames like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily even that. I don't know if it's necessarily even that that is what's making him uh, retaliate and speak out about it. I think I think it's the fact that he's mentioned that there's been comments directed to his family and like letters, that part's and, like vicious, it. vicious and malig- uh, malignant letters and death threats and stuff like that. Like. If you're doing that, you're going way too far. I mean, this is at the end of the day, this is just a game. Like, heckling is heckling, calling, name calling, like all that. I'm all for it. I I I oh, say did do it. It. I say support it like as a fan I'm doing it as a player on the field I can tell you I trash talked I was not <laughs> a great person to be around like it's just part of the game to me it's how I was raised not everybody likes that and, and appreciates or agrees with that and that's okay I'm not like I don't want to – I don't think anybody should be judged by that. I think half the time when we all play sports and athletes would know this, it's just you kind of are a different person when you're in your element on the field. You'd have no other inhibitions other than what you were doing on the field. So, um, no, let let people talk. Let them do it. This is what you sign up for. You get paid millions of dollars to play a sport. People are going to pay the, to see you play, and they are going to pay to have their opinions heard and have their voices heard so i I mean for the westbrook stuff for the commentators and announcers and analysts to be just totally riding him and saying how awful he's been this season it's it's well deserved because it's not wrong this year
1: and that's the biggest thing as a fan as you know loving being in a student section once the player retaliates back at you oh yeah i'm living rent free in your head you're worried about me not in the game like that's why i'm there we won. Wanna- we won we won
0: that's the exactly. point. You as won. soon as that happens, and, we
1: won. And it was nothing terrible. Maybe the stuff about his family, yeah. But, like, Wes Brick, in the, that comment, he said specifically how he hates it. Da, da, da. I'm like, that's, like, the least of your worries. Like, that's nothing. I mean, Skip Baylor's been calling him that for years. Yeah. <laughs> like, And now fans have just, you know, actually got into him. Um, I mean, that's a big, exciting NBA news as well, just kind of with how that's been going. But uh, transitioning to our last topic, gang. If you got nothing else but the NBA, just just quick, you know, latest news.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm good.
1: Um, NFL free agency, ladies and oh gentlemen. We oh thought we thought March Madness was crazy. We thought fifty burgers and sixty points are being scored. If you're a sports fan, you're loving refreshing your Twitter page, or Facebook page, looking on Sports Center because things are happening. Goats are coming back. Rogers is staying. Khalil Mack gets traded. I mean, Yank. We can take this and ride it any other which way. What's the biggest the biggest free agency you think in your eyes? And we'll start with that.
0: Biggest free agency as far as like the team that is that I'm getting super excited for.
1: Oh, sure. Let's take it that route. I mean you can go anywhere with this. I mean you can- uh,
0: well, there's so many different things that I could take from this free agency. Cause I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I feel like I've said a few times on this of uh, on this podcast with just two seasons where it's like people are getting traded or there's a free agency happening for one of the major sports. So I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is the craziest free agency we've ever done. Like I'm pretty sure we were just saying that about the <laughs> NBA. But no, I think this is the craziest free agency that I've ever seen. I just, I'm telling you, but, uh, the AFC West,
1: stacked,
0: dude. The Chargers. <laughs> I'm. If there's there's a few teams that I'm very proud of as far as the moves that they made. Um, you look at the Chargers. You look at the Broncos. You look at the Packers. Um, I mean, I honestly, a, t- a couple teams that I'd love to throw out there and people don't think of them necessarily as Super Bowl contenders. I absolutely love what the Raiders and the New York Jets have done in free agency so far as well. But th- those are just teams that I give like an A rating to, A plus rating to in free agency so far. Um, But man, yeah, just going back to that first point, if you want me to pick like just the craziest thing, Three of the top teams in the AFC could be in one division, and that's crazy. Yank, the – Like the top three teams. I'm talking the top three teams.
1: You're talking Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs?
0: Yes, sir. I mean, and don't so, don't sleep on the Raiders. I just said they're doing a great job in free Raiders agency. Raiders
1: went and got Chandler Jones and Belay Nichols. Uh, from Nichols, you Georgia, want to Chicago. put Chandler Jones Plus, on the
0: other side of Nat Max Crosby? Right.
1: No, their D line is nasty. I have in my notes capital, capital nasty. That's going to be something to look out for. But Yanks, we talk about this really tough division. They're not going to potentially be a once when it comes to the AFC playoff time because they're going to be taking wins away from each other. The Chargers and Raiders are going to split. The Raiders and the Chiefs are going to split. The Broncos, That's sorry. only three
0: losses. It's only I three losses.
1: They're still going to lose. Other games are still – the Buffalo Bills just went and got Von Miller today. Like, the Buffalo Bills are going to be scary.
0: Which, can I say, though, with that one, six years. Yeah, that was kind of shocking. Like. Like Vaughn like Vaughn. Come on, bro. I don't think he got legs like that, man. Oh,
1: he, no, he he totally finessed it. Come on now. He he finessed the system right there.
0: <laughs> okay. Every I mean six years. I lose yeah, as well.
1: Um, but yank, yeah, it's way too hard of a di- division. And you know, you talked about that Broncos um with trading for Russell Wilson. In my eyes, hot take. I told you I'm coming in hot this episode. The Seahawks won that trade. The what? complete the complete rebuild has been done. I mean, they shipped Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson's out. They got Drew Locke, which he, he'll he start for you, which, I mean, they still can go get another quarterback. Fine. Noah Fant, great. He's a great top, top 15 tight end. Shelby Harris, they got two first-round draft picks, two second-round draft picks, and a fifth-rounder. Yank. I think that's almost a little bit too much. And for Russ, well, on the other side, I get the Broncos are good, but once again, in a really, really tough division. I don't think the Broncos beat the Chiefs. I don't think they beat the Raiders. And I don't think they beat the Chargers. Let's say they beat two of those guys. That's two and four record right there, Yank. Now they're getting closer to that wild card spot. So in my eyes, it just doesn't look good for me. And I think the Seahawks won that trade because in two, three years, they're gonna be back to what the Seahawks are.
0: I I I just I, I don't believe you. I don't um, When I t- think about this And I know you're saying Oh they're going to take away wins from each other Well what what about the NFC West I mean we just t- watched it happen this past season I mean, yeah. They got the Rams They got the Niners They got the Cardinals Those are three of the top teams all season last year That's a great, that's and they, great. Uh, Two of them made it so super deep I mean conference championship runs where, Like Super Bowl Like the Rams have Super Bowl champs Like come on now I don't want to hear that it's not possible or that it's going to be – it's going to diminish um, their standings or their chances because I I believe they will all three make playoffs and I think they will do it quite handily. Will they split games with each other? Yeah, it's very possible because they're all good. They're division opponents. They're rivals. They all know each other's game plans, but now they all just have superstar depth charts. Um, When you're talking about the Broncos-Seahawks trade, I'm not against – Like I don't, I disagree as I disagree on it as well. Like I think that the Broncos win that trade, but I I mean I see what you're saying. Like Noah Fant is a great asset in my opinion. Um, I mean Drew, it's just like if they gave up a lot, but at the same time, who is their quarterback? You're really telling me that you're going to sit here this season, you're going to have Drew Lock be a quarterback. I don't really like any of the quarterbacks in this year's draft all that much. I know we'll talk about that later on when that starts getting closer, but I mean, the Broncos had everything else that they needed. They still have even though you lose Noah Fant for a weapon out for uh, Russell Wilson coming in. I mean, you have Mike you have Tim Patrick that can pretty much still play tight end as well as receiver. You've got uh, Jerry Judy, you've got Cortland Sutton, you got Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams in the backfield. On defense, you got Bradley Chubb, you got Pat Sertan. Like, I mean, you got, and we already knew that defense was good. I'm just saying, like, the Broncos, how do they not win that trade?
1: I mean, they just gave up way too much. They can't build around, you know, I understand they have some decent receivers, but DK. Metcalf and Ty Lockett was way better than these two guys. And that's a no-brainer. So, I mean, Russ was spoiled with talent
0: on his side. But but now he'll actually have a line, though. I mean, how good is never He never had an offensive line in Seattle. He did. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl. Not, they went to two Super Bowls, but you want to know why Marshawn Lynch? That man didn't need a no lie.
1: You can't be a fantastic, outstanding, best running back, you know, in the league without a
0: D I know runner. you. You would know that. You would know that. Oh yeah. Um. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: no, and that I, I mean, we can debate this for hours, but you know, I just go and look at the schedule, and I just can't see it happening. That's the first initial thought. I'm like, sweet, go Seahawks. Like you're in the whole rebuild stage. Granted. We'll see if it pays off in four years. Um, yeah. If they do, go get a quarterback if they trade for a Jameis Winston or if Cap comes out. I know I saw something on Sports Center today with uh, Pete Carroll talking about him. Shoot, take Andy Dalton from a Seattle. We'll take one of those draft picks you just got. Give us a first-rounder for Andy Dalton. We'll give it to you. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think Drew Locke is going to be a great backup, if anything, kind of do what they did with Terry Bridgewater in him kind of like a potential two quarterback battle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also shout out Teddy Bridgewater. Welcome to Miami Dolphins son We love you. Yeah. Um I will say though, but yeah, I mean Broncos and Danger Russ, Russ Wilson coming over there. That was huge. That was when that news dropped. Um obviously the Chiefs are still in that division and the Chiefs will be the Chiefs regardless. I guess we're just not going to even be able to doubt them now when they, if even if they suck in the beginning of the season because they're just going to end up making deep playoff runs. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, yeah, the Raiders just making – like are in their defense. You still got Derek Carr. They're going to need to make some addi- – um, Josh Jacobs in the backfield. You get, you're still going to need to make some additions, but – I mean, I, I I like that. And then the Chargers, like I said, which might just be my favorite in that division as of right now. I mean, Justin Herbert, budding superstar, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Budding superstar. I believe that. You got Austin Eckler in the backfield. They signed Mike Williams to that extension. He still got Keenan Allen um, on defense. I mean, let's talk about it. You're going to have Derwin James completely healthy now. Um, you're gonna have Joey Bosa on the line. You got Melvin Ingram across from him. Now you're gonna go out and add J.C. Jackson to the secondary. I mean, there's just so much, med- so much star power um, down in uh, Los Angeles. It's that it's insane. So that whole division, that's that's big time. Now, I mean, we can talk about some some individual people. There's a lot of um. stuff. Before going we talk on. about
1: those individual people, like I'm surprised you haven't brought up your Miami. Like Teddy Bridgewater, great backup. You got Cedar yeah. Coleman from the Cowboys. That's nice. Yes. You have Chase yes. Edmonds from Arizona, which he was supposed to be the starter. Yes. And James, and then he got hurt a little bit, and James kind of went bald. Like Miami made moves, and I'm actually going to give them shoot a minus B plus for their free agent moves.
0: Yeah, no, um, I actually have definitely liked what Miami has done so far. Um, I wasn't bringing them up just because. I mean, I'm still reluctant to say that they're super deep playoff contenders, even though they're my team. I mean, it's just like I haven't seen it and been disappointed, so I'm I'm holding back. I also still want them to make a couple other moves before I feel super confident in what we're doing. Um, But I do love our new coaching staff. absolutely love it. I mean, we're bringing in a lot of former vets that were Hall of Fame caliber players as well. I mean, we got Cameron Wade coming in, uh, touching off. We got Wes Welker as a wide receivers coach. I just love that. I love the new head coach, Matt McDaniel. I mean, I'm excited about that just in general. But for the free agency moves, yeah, Um, Chase Edmonds, quality back. Obviously got hindered by injuries last year and James Conner balled out in his replacement. So James Conner gets an extension contract with the Cardinals. Well-deserved. Yeah, well-deserved. I mean, but then that now opens the door for Chase Edmonds to go elsewhere. Chooses Miami. I love that because the Lord knows that our running back room hasn't been the greatest over the past few years. So we got that. I think we still have Duke Johnson on the roster, Miles Gaskin. I don't know if we're going to keep all four of them. Assigned Raheem Mostert today. So that's another running back. Yes, that's another running back that we have there. Um, The big thing for me so far, I've been saying it since the get go, is we need linemen because we have to protect Tua, and our line is one of the worst lines in freaking NFL and in the entire NFL right now. Um, So for us to go and get Connor Williams from the Cowboys, that was big time. Um, That's a big, big time guard who. Um, had some holding call issues last year, but outside of that is one of the top ranked uh, pass blockers, one of the top blank uh, top ranked dual uh, dual pass and running uh, run blockers. So he actually has been really, really efficient, and had some really quality starts over his uh, short. I think he's spent like three or four seasons for his career so far. So good to get him. Uh, Cedric Wilson excited about that. I mean, re-signing a few of our key players on defense as well. I was really hoping we were going to maybe snag that J.C. Jackson pick because that secondary would have just been absolutely elite with Byron Jones and Xavier Howard and him. But um, nevertheless, maybe we'll make another move. I, I thing that I say for defense, which would be cool, is the fact that Bobby Wagner is still out there and we don't have oh, the we, greatest yeah. linebackers in the world. Um, but just just food for thought, but we'll see what happens. I just want us to go get another lineman, uh, potentially maybe another receiver, even though there's a bunch of those in the draft, so I'm not too crazy on that, but it, it's lineman. We have the worst line in the NFL statistically over the last three seasons. We need a lineman. We got one in Connor Williams. I think there's Teron Armstead's going to be free um, as of – Probably right now, actually, I think he's a free agent as of right now. Lyle Collins from the Cowboys, uh, J.C. Treader got released by the Browns. I don't know. We we got to pick up at least one more lineman, one of those guys, one of those three, and then I'll be feeling really good about my Miami Dolphins.
1: And you know, I already gave him your kudos there about some of the free agent pickups they did. But since you're talking about Dolphins,
0: I got to talk about my. Bring it on, just real quick. Bring it on, because I'm, I'm 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 I. Can I be upset with them? Who your bears?
1: No, Ryan. The new Ryan P. Ryan Pools is doing great. Mac trade. I am upset because I think we could have yes. got more out of Khalil Mac. I think we lost that trade. On. only it's a second. Trade. I I mean, I wanted to trade him, but like you see, what Russell Wilson just got, Khalil Mac is. I mean, no caliber of what Russ is, but like only a second and a sixth. I mean. I'd be happy with a two, a second, a third, and, like, a corner. A third string corner, a slot kind of guy, an outside back. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me yeah. someone else who's going to benefit our team next year. Not even a first?
0: That hurts. That's what I'm saying.
1: That really does, and that's added to your Chargers as well. Um, so that one hurt. Then we went and got Nick Morrow from the Raiders. Um, he'll be a good linebacker, three, two, you know, behind Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn, et cetera. And he'll be decent. But the thing I love that we went and picked up, Lucas Patrick from Green Bay. He's a lineman. He played all 17 games last year. The year before that, he played all 16. He's only a sixth year in the league. Wow, so he's the we like
0: consistent starters at the linemen. We,
1: we needed this. He has the experience. He has the consistency um, to help out Justin Peel's next year. Absolutely electric but we need to make a trade to get rid of Annie Dalton. We need to go out and get Bobby Wagner. So it can be Rokon and Bobby Wagner. I would love that. We also need to figure out the whole a Rob situation. I know Devontae Adams doesn't want to play for green Bay. So, uh, Hey, how about you uh, go down the street to Chicago and really stick it to the man here. Stick it to green Bay and join Justin Fields. We already have your quarterback coach as our offensive coordinator. Let's ride with it. Um, so Yank, uh, if I had to rank Chicago right now, B, B minus, um, maybe C plus just because we didn't get much out of that Mac trade, but it's better than so a lot of the other teams in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I'd probably stick him on that C plus just because I do think that they lost out on a, on that Mac deal. Um, I don't know if they had to eat any of his contract with it, but it's just it's just the fact that you gave up so much to get him when you guys got him and then did everything. I mean, he's still a great player. Um, not obviously had some injury issues last season, but I mean, he was still a pro bowl player two year, two seasons ago. Um, he gets double teamed almost every game plan that an offense has. So, I mean, he, it, it, there's a reason for his numbers to go down a little bit. He's getting a little bit older, but to not get a first rounder, I think, in that trade is is just really hurtful, or to only get what they got for it, it's just kind of make put Lee's a bad taste in your mouth for even the other free agent signings that they got. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys did also get, didn't you get that D tackle? I think from the Bengals. Like, oh those, yeah, those yeah, those yeah, really, yeah, like, got. Yep. yeah. I think he's pretty dang good, but I, I mean, you might have paid a little bit too much for him. But he's yeah. he's good. He's
1: good. Um, the only key things before we kind of close out everything is I have two players I want to talk about in a team. Yank. Ten god is back. Trupitsky. Mitchell Trupitsky is the new quarterback, QB one for the Pittsburgh True Steelers with a wow. coach for Mike Tomlin, who's going to help him grow even more. Um, the bandwagon is back on the road. Now, I ain't going to be a total complete Steelers fan, but I'm going to hype up my man, Mitch Trubisky, just to show everyone how great he actually was. Um, that's a hill. That's a boat I have bestowed upon. Me, myself, and I are the only ones on here. And I got to die with it. I got to get excited when he goes. I mean, if Mike Tamley can make Big Ben go to the playoffs, Mitch is going to go be wildcard bound for sure. With a mobile quarterback. Mike Tomlin gonna have a day uh super excited for Mitch and uh his hopefully his success in Pittsburgh
0: I mean let's be honest the few times that we saw him in Buffalo because of Buffalo being up big in a few games he looked really good he looked really comfortable he looked like he had developed and gotten some tutelage underneath Josh Allen and the coaching staff there in Buffalo um Pittsburgh I mean Big Ben was a tree. He literally is rooted <laughs> in the ground. He was rooted in the ground in the pocket. He was always known for being able to escape tackles, uh, break tackles, slip out of the pocket, make plays with his legs, or at least extend them uh, when he was younger in his career, especially. But that that has been gone for seasons now, for a long time. Now you're getting Mitch Trubisky, who is a absolute electric runner. I will give him that. Um, in the past, we hadn't seen him make the best decisions, but he—I mean—he has a winning record, I believe, as a starter in the NFL. He's—he's um, he's a quality, yeah, or close to it. But he—he's qual—he's a quality uh, quarterback, and like you said, with the coaching of Mike Tomlin and the fact that they do have an incredible receiving core, they do have a decent O line. They got Najee Harris. Who is a beast back there in the backfield, and, of course, Pittsburgh, number one defense in the NFL, the T.J. Watt, the all the other all the other teams uh, do not want to see Mitch Trubisky step in and not only have his legs underneath him, but have figured out his throwing mechanics, his uh, football IQ, understanding defensive coverages. If he has developed into a better player and steps into this role, Pittsburgh could be a scary team. I will give that to you. I will agree.
1: Um, yeah, that's super exciting. I hope you know, like you said, with a good coach and good schemes, and like you said, the tree that was the quarterback last year. I mean, only way you can go up if you're Pittsburgh. Yeah. Now, you you know the easy ones we can talk about is Wentz to walk uh, Washington. I say you walk into Heineke and Heineke. Mm-hmm. So be your starting. Still quarterback. interested
0: to see what Andy's doing at quarterback. But
1: exactly. What's Indy gonna do? Are they gonna make
0: a move for Deshaun Watson? Speaking that of Deshaun would be Watson. Slow. Oh man. Right now, my bot my, my spidey senses, they're telling me New Orleans.
1: I I can totally see it. Like I totally that or Cleveland just But maybe. I would
0: but my brother is a uh, Colts fan, and for some reason, just for a football standpoint, <laughs> I would love to see that happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, that's a whole drama. I mean, we'll get into that when it actually happens. Um, my last, last thing here, Yank. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the move. They're giving their franchise player, Trevor Lawrence, a team in free agency. Brandon Sheriff, to block him up front, stud. They have another offensive lineman with uh, Tyler Shaitley. Sweet. Okay, give you more protection for Lawrence. Let's give you some weapons. Evan Ingram, top 15 tight end in the league. And how about a solid wide receiver in Christian Kirk from Arizona? That's an easy wide receiver too, right there. So much money for him. Oh yeah, but Yank. No other player is gonna want to go to Jacksonville and play. They're gonna need a little bit more incentive for money. And but that's what you gotta do. You gotta have Trevor Lawrence go be a baller, and make Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram work. And you have two offensive linemen to help protect him. I mean, they're putting the pieces around him. And let's see if this star-studded quarterback. Can get the job done. I'm excited for the Jags.
0: Yeah, I mean they did make a lot of moves, so they're not they're not shy to pull the trigger, and they are putting pieces around Trevor Lawrence that are all looking to be beneficial. Um, I just wish they had structured some of the contracts a little bit differently. Um, but shoot, if Shaqai Khan wants to uh, pay off his luxury tax and live out his years, hoping Trevor Lawrence takes him to the promised land, so be him. So, man.
1: And that's where they got to do at Jacksonville. No one wants to go to that program, which they've had back-to-back first-round draft picks. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you got to you got to pay these guys that probably don't deserve that much money. That money so that they can be that great team to be a free agent hotspot.
0: Absolutely.
1: Now, Mr. <laughs> Zizzy, this episode has been so much fun. It gets crazy and crazier every sport you talk about. And we have... Uh, conquered it all
0: you know i actually don't even know if we could sit here and go through everything i mean just from how often my phone is just lighting up group chats are going crazy everybody's just losing their mind that we're getting close to the playoffs in NBA, the fact that NBA, NFL free agency <laughs> is going nuts. Like, I mean, we didn't even have to sit here and touch on the fact that Tom Brady is not retiring. Like, uh, are you kidding me? Like, Tom Brady, the goat, is coming back to play. That's incredible. Aaron Rodgers, after all the sh- uh, dilemmas and everything that he was causing, all the up with the Packers. Um, I mean, they obviously go have to figure out this whole Devonte Adams thing if he's not going to play under the franchise tag. But I mean, there's a lot going on. We can't touch on wanted to, but we're giving you our best. It's awesome here on St. Patrick's Day. There's a whole lot going on, and we are excited for what's to come.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. You said it's exciting, and I have two last hot takes just because you know this episode's been hot. Let's go with the oh, yeah. you. You already know the Cinderella story. Let it begin. And if Devontae Adams comes to Chicago, I'm speaking into existence. All the bad things I ever said, I take it all back, Devontae. You can come be the spotlight, the biggest fan, the most selling jersey in Chicago. If it happens, Yank, I. I I don't know. The celebration will begin. <laughs> Super Bowl round.
0: <laughs> I was I was going to say, it was, do we have another – is this going to be another jersey thing? Oh. Like Devontae Adams' Chicago Bears jersey?
1: Easy. Yep, easy. That's a no-brainer. Easy. That's a, that, took that's me a, me a no-brainer. half a millisecond to say yes to that.
0: Like, <laughs> fails to Adams. Yeah, I'm sure that sounds good on your end of things.
1: Oh, yeah, Yank. Uh, any last things before you close us out?
0: Uh, I'm going to go with a hot take as a prediction for NFL free agency. Um, I know that Deshaun Watson is being courted by a bunch of different teams. I know I was saying I think he was leaning towards the Saints, maybe even the Browns. We saw Baker Mayfield come out and post that cryptic message. You don't really know what's going on with that. So my hot take with that will be that Baker Mayfield is the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts next season. I I ship it. That that will be my hot take prediction for the end of this episode. I'm with it. Alrighty. Now, it is St. Patrick's Day. Everybody, make sure you wear green. I don't want you getting pinched or punched out there. I don't know if anybody's still doing (laughs) that, but I know, I hated it. So <laughs> make sure that you wear your green, celebrate, have a good day. Um, it's late here, but it's still early and part of that part of that holiday. Got to enjoy holiday season. You got any last words, last second things before I close this out? Let's go Wildcats. Oh, get your head in the game. All right. If you're talking sports, it's the matchup. Mickey here with Zizzy. Y'all yeah, be cutting it up. Just a couple athletic enthusiasts. You know what it is the Mickey Zizzy podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Peace. Peace.